0: you'll have the opportunity to ask questions and get feedback. Plus, you'll walk away with clarity on how to start launching your podcast funnel. Head to wildhomepodcasting.com slash funnel. And I cannot wait to see you there and help you start your podcast journey. Do you feel like you're constantly spinning your wheels trying to create content? For your marketing. I definitely have felt this way. And I know a lot of business owners do because we're expected to be in a lot of places, but what if there was only one place you needed to be, and then you could repurpose that content everywhere else that you show up. So stick around and I'm going to share how you can streamline your marketing with a podcast. Welcome to the Wild Home Podcast, where we talk about podcasting life and all the wild in between. Join me, Caroline, every week as I share a peek into the world of podcasting and my wildlife as well. Ready? Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wild Home Podcast. I'm recording this in the wee hours of the morning, trying to knock out a couple episodes before the kiddos wake up. So my voice may sound a little different because this is my morning voice. I don't know if you guys who podcast know that, like, recognize that how your voice is different at different times of the day. My voice is definitely like clearer, and it's easier for me to talk in the afternoon, which I think is really interesting. Um, even though I'm drinking my hot tea and. I've been awake for about an hour now, but we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. And uh yeah, so sorry if I sound a little raspy this morning. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about streamlining your marketing with a podcast. One of the most common problems that I see with online business owners is they start a podcast because they want to build authority. But what happens along the way is that what they do is increase the amount of work they have to do each week to create content in a way that is really hard to keep up with, right? It's hard to keep the momentum up when you're constantly having to come up with new content for every platform. And one of the things that I've really been exploring over the last couple of years is how a podcast can work for you and your business. Not just necessarily, you know, having a podcast to build authority, but how can it really really drive traffic and pull people into your world, right? Pull people into what you do and get them excited about what you do. And as I've kind of Explored that. I've also just really noticed that there seems to be kind of these points that podcasters hit. So there's that initial, you know, surge after your launch. You're so excited. You're sharing episodes. It's very exciting, and then you get like twenty to twenty five episodes in. Sometimes it ha- doesn't happen until around fifty, and then with my even more seasoned podcasters, it tends to happen around a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. You kind of get into this rut like this very oh i have to get out an episode this week you know what am i going to what am i going to talk about and you pull something random or you do a random interview and then you don't share that content anywhere else maybe you share it on instagram you send an email to your newsletter but you're not using that content in any other way which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense because if we're spending a lot of time creating this one big piece of content, right? So it's just like, if you're creating a YouTube video, a podcast episode is a big piece of content. It takes a lot of time. You know, we, we plan it, we script it, we schedule the interview. And so if we're not using it in more than one place, to me, what is the point? Like, it's just not working for you in that way. And so I want to start out this conversation by saying, like, you need to have a plan. So when you're thinking about your podcast, you need to have a plan, but you need to have a plan in which you're thinking about your podcast episodes as your main piece of content. So like, what are your main things that you talk about? What are your content pillars? This is what I've been calling them lately, content pillars. And how does your episode fit into that, right? So we want to make sure that even though we're doing an interview, even if it's a solo episode, maybe we're trying a new format. It still is meeting our listeners where they're at. It's either solving a problem or making them problem aware. It's in those content pillars, right? And then from there, we need to think about how we can use it in other places. So my first piece of advice is going to be that you need to have some really solid show notes. So if you're doing a podcast episode and you're not putting it on your blog or your website with some show notes and transcript, then you need to be doing this, Um, especially if it's a podcast for your business because this is going to help with SEO and drive traffic to your website, right? The whole point when people listen to your episode is that we want them to go to your website, but we don't want to just send them to a random place. You know, more often than not, if they're going to click through, they're looking for something specific. So we want to make sure that we link them to the blog post. Okay. But here's the thing. If you are creating some really lovely show notes every week, you've just created a whole slew of content for yourself and that can be used in a lot of places. So think about what your audience needs to hear and what you are promoting at the time, right? So maybe you have a service or a program that you are launching or enrollment is open, or maybe you have some spots available for your ongoing services. Think about those people and what they need to hear, right? And so make sure that your episodes are aligning with that. They don't have to be like explicitly talking about it, but you want to make sure that it all kind of ties together, right? We're tying, we're making this big, beautiful web. And then from there, like I said, if you have your show notes and you have this really strong podcast episode, you're gonna be able to create content from there that complements the podcast episode. And so I know right now there's like a lot of pressure to show up and be in all the places, right? Um, On Instagram, they've added features. You know, some people keep telling me I need to be on LinkedIn. Some people keep telling me I need to, up my Facebook. Um, so I kind of have a few places where I feel like my audience lives. I feel like I, I can really be effective in those places. And that's where I share the majority of my content. So for me, it's Instagram. It's my email list, which should always be like, number one is your email list. And then my free Facebook group. And so what I do is, basically like, okay, I want you to imagine this, this imagine a a chart or a spreadsheet. And on one side, you have your podcast episode. And then from there, you're able to say, I'm going to do these Instagram posts. And then I'm going to do this reel, right? I'm going to do a reel, I'm going to do an IGTV. And now what I'm doing is I'm looking at the show notes that I wrote, and I'm listening to the episode. Maybe I've I've edited it, or I'm remembering some key points that I talked about, and I'm picking out like one or two things from that to share in these places. Um, and I may share the same thing in multiple places, just in different ways. But here's the point: like I believe somebody said that you have to somebody has to see something seven times before they purchase, buy, click, whatever. And a lot of my friends and I joke that now it's like 50, (laughs) um, it feels like it's 50 times. And I mean, it's kind of the truth. And so if you're just going on Instagram and posting one time about your podcast episode, and then you're never mentioning it again, you know, it's not going to serve you. You're not going to grow listeners. You're not going to, that that's like a whole piece of content that's just hanging out there, not being used. And some ways that I like to kind of direct people to the podcast episode when I'm doing other things like a blog post. So for instance, I'm going to be posting a post on Instagram tomorrow about my episode that aired last, last Thursday. And so what I'll do is I'll say, it's going to be a quote kind of, you know, image from the episode. And I'm not necessarily going to be like, go listen to this episode. This is what it's about. I'm going to talk about the quote and kind of why it's important. As related to that episode. And then I'm going to be like, if you want to hear more about, you know, my thoughts on this or whatever, you can go listen to episode 40, 41. So it's not like an in your face. I'm copying word for word. what I said in the podcast episode and putting it here, like you have to find ways to relate it. But the thing is, is what I have found is it's so much easier to create content for all these other places when I'm doing my podcast episodes during my maternity leave, I took a break. And when I came back, I wasn't quite ready to start recording yet, but I wanted to like start sharing and showing up in places. And it was really hard coming up with original content every single day. It made me really appreciate the value of my podcast because I had this, just this fountain of... (laughs) information and shareable content just flowing out of my podcast episodes, right? And so, I mean, for me, for each podcast episode, I'm able to come up with an email newsletter, several Instagram posts and IGTV, several reels. And sometimes it's more that it was inspired by the podcast episode, right? So I really want you that when you're thinking about this, I really want you to think about like the bigger picture, It's not just about a fancy guest or having an episode with a ton of downloads. It's really about like, how can we use that content and repurpose it to the fullest and make sure that the time that we spent on that podcast episode is really, really valuable. Um, In some ways that I organize this, there's kind of, I've been working on a few approaches and I keep changing it. But originally I just had this all on Trello Um, That got kind of messy. So then I had put it in the sauna. That also got kind of messy. So as of uh, last week, I now have a spreadsheet and I basically have the week that the content all goes live in one column. Then I have the podcast episode or um, the promo, whatever I'm promoting that week. And then I have all of my uh, email newsletter topics and then all of my Instagram posts kind of mapped out for that week as well in this spreadsheet, as well as reels and IGTV. So it's all right there. And that's really helpful because then I can look at it and say, you know, does this all relate? Am I missing something? How do I want to drive back to my promo? Right? Because at the end of the day, this all has to work together to promote my business and promote what I'm doing and reaching the people that I want to serve. So when you're thinking about this, Think about how the information would be best organized for you to see the bigger picture. I'm hoping eventually to have like some kind of template, but I just, oh, I haven't quite perfected it yet the way I want it. So I'm not quite ready to share it. So I hope this gives you some insight into how you can streamline your marketing. The point is, is that we do not need to be creating more work for ourselves. And so if you're going to be, creating a podcast. I want you to think about it as an employee of your business. It's the head of the marketing department. It's creating the messaging every week that you're going to share in all the places. And it's also help establishing, you know, your promo schedule and what you're going to talk about. And the thing is, is it doesn't have to be that way every week. So I have, like, for instance, this month for me is I'm really focusing on my agency and sharing with my audience about my team who are amazing. And I think one week in there, I'm going to do a podcast episode that's going to be a little bit more personal and may not necessarily have like actionable tips. And so maybe that week, the content won't necessarily on Instagram and stuff. Maybe it won't necessarily all be the same. Um, but I can probably guarantee you that after I do the episode, I will have little nuggets of information that I want to share that I didn't realize that I had before. And so having a way to capture that is is really, really key and just like making sure that, like I said, you are writing some strong, really great show notes that you can use because that's really going to help you. And if that's something that you feel like I'm not going to do well, it's definitely worth outsourcing because it it saves me so much time, but she is able to pull stuff from there that I wouldn't necessarily have thought or worded it the way that she did and I'm just in love with it. I don't know why I didn't outsource my show notes sooner. I have a show notes writer on my staff. Like why didn't I outsource it sooner? Anyways, that's a That's a problem for another episode. So let me know if you have any questions and if you are ready to up-level your podcast and you want to make it a huge part of your marketing and you're ready to streamline and just get back some time in your schedule, let me know. We have some openings at Wild Home Podcasting for our monthly podcast management clients and we would love to help you and your podcast and for more information on that, you can head to the website or the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week where I am going to talk about all the ways that you can outsource your podcast to gain back some time. I can't wait to see you there. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. To stay in the know, head to wildhomepodcasting.com and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at wildhomepodcasting. See you next week.